Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. In today's Libin, the Mesil Sesharm brings an example from Rabbi Tarf, and then while on the face of it, it's a great example, when we delve a little bit deeper, it's an amazing example. Let's understand. Rabbi Tarfin was a Tana. He was a contemporary of Rabbi Akiva. He was a uh, uh, two generations before Rabbi Huda Hanasi. And there was a at the time a raging machlokus between Bisham and Beishilal throughout Shas. There was almost no topic that was not touched by the Talmidim of Bisham and the Talmidim of Beishilal. Now, generally, we paskin we follow the ruling of Beishilal, and also generally Beishilal is more lenient than Bisham. Rabbi Tarfin. Uh, I'll give you the, the, the story. There's a machlokas between Mishem and Vesil. When a person is saying Kriyashma at night time, do they have a, a mitzvah araisa, a biblical obligation to lie down while they are saying Kriyashma? It depends on how you understand the pasuk of Uvashachmacha Uvakumacha, when you lie down and when you get up. Is it that you have to physically lie down, or is it at the time that people actually go to sleep? So Basila says it's just that's just a reference to the time, while Beishamah says, no, you actually have to physically lie down. Well, Rabbi Tafrin was traveling, and he said, you know what, I'm going to be like Beishamah, I'm going to follow Beishamah's ruling, and I'm going to lie down uh, while I say Kriyashmah. Now, when you're traveling, and you're out in the open, and you lie down, and you're concentrating on Kriyashmah, you're kind of opening yourself up to the elements, or perhaps bandits. So Rabbi Tafrin was saying over this story to his colleagues, and they responded to him, you should have passed like Basila. what were you being so strict for, like it was the wrong thing to do. And if Chas Shalom something would have happened to you, that would have been on your head because you should not have done that. And the Mesil Sasharim says, and he gives the context that there was this ongoing machlokas between Beisham and Hillel in so many areas that you should have strengthened in a certain sense the hands of Beis Hillel because that is really the Psak. And by you following Beisham, you're weakening the generation's view of Beis Hillel. It was not okay for what you did, and obviously we're happy that you survived, but, but that was not okay. Okay, that's the Mesil Sasharim. What's fascinating is that when you go through the Gemara and Brachos, so that's all the way in the beginning of the Gemara and Brachos. When you go through the Gemara and Brachos, so now we are at, towards the end of the Gemara and Brachos, then Gimel and Mabes. There's another Gemachokas between Beisham and Beisil, and this has to do with whether or not a person needs to return to the place where they ate um, in order to bench. So you have a person, Halacha is, when you eat a certain amount of bread, you have to bench. And uh, let's say a person forgets, or, or on purpose leaves, potentially, uh, you know, it's not really part of the Malchokas, but let's say a person leaves. So do they have to go back to the place where they ate and bench or not? And Basil says, no, they do not need to return. Again, this is not you know, to be Paschal Halach Lamais. I'm just giving the background for, for the Gemara. Basil says they do not need to return. And Beishami says that they do need to return. That's the Malchokas. And Tosis points out that we Paschal like Basil, that your person does not need to return. Nevertheless, the Gemara in Gimel and Bez says that there is a person who did like Basil of the Mazes. So now Basil doesn't apply to Mazes if a person left on purpose and a terrible end befell them. And a person was Machmir like Beishami. And when they returned back to where they were, uh, um, where they were supposed to be, where, where they ate, they found a purse full of gold. And then the Gemara continues with another story about a Namora who also wanted to be Machmer like Beis Shammai, and in fact, he, he essentially lied. He said, oh, yeah, you know, not, not that I forgot the bench, but I, I forgot a golden dove where I was. And they went back and there was a golden dove. In other words, a nace was made for this person. So the obvious question is, wait a second, Mesil Sasharm, you're telling me that in the Mishkal HaChasidus, a person should be very, very careful, shy away from being Machmer, shy away from being like Beis Shammai. It was such a terrible thing that Rabbi Tarfin did 
that, that it was Kedai, that, that, that if, if, if he would have died, it would have been on his head. And yet the Gemara itself says later, you want to be Machamar like Beishamai? Kalakavod, not only that, you'll get gold and, and it'll be so wonderful. So what is going on over here? And I think the answer is really exactly the Masil Sasharim's point. The Masil Sasharim isn't coming to say, never Paschal like Beishamai. The point is that the Mishkal Hakasidis, the subtlety, the weighing, is this the right place? And is this the right time? And is this what I should be doing? Maybe I should do, be doing more. Maybe I should be doing less. It's so subtle. And sometimes that difference is if you would have died, it was your own suicide. And on the other hand, riches. On the other hand, amazing wealth. That subtlety could spell that difference. So it really just reiterates and illustrates the point of the Mesil Sasharam that the difference between Chaim and Mavis, the difference between what is right and what is wrong, sometimes is so subtle and so deep that the person really has to spend time figuring out is this what I should be doing? If yes, awesome. If not, gotta refrain. Have an amazing day. You have been listening to a Shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily Shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.